Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. Today's workshop is with Derek Wolders. We're starting a new series, getting ourselves bought our bodies back to what we want to with our overall goals for 2022. Maybe physical, mental, spiritual, nutritional, whatever it is. We're starting with the physical part. We begin our talk with understanding what is a life inventory. How do we set ourselves up to succeed in our goals by having a detailed life inventory that makes us accountable with somebody like a trainer, like Derek for one, two, taking action, understanding to take time, weeks, and months to reach overall goals, especially if you want to keep them long term. We'll also talk about too, what is a linear versus nonlinear workout, progressing into a workout for one, two, or going at it and confusing the body over time. I'll also talk about how to prevent injury and what that means and how do we work with someone who makes us accountable. Again, working with a life plan, inventory plan, that point make our bodies understand, okay, for building up over time, it gives a better foundation, so less chance of injury. We also end with an example of a standing cable row and how that can work the body differently of the upper back, especially upper back, shoulders, arms, when you modify it, when we walk through that with Derek, exactly how to do that. So do it talk, my friends. Again, we have more in the series for one try to do even monthly with Mr. Derek. At that point, you understand how to build up a routine slowly, how to take a life inventory, so you set yourself up to fail for this new year, 2022. Join my friends, and again, links to Derek. Life Form Enhancement is in the actual show notes, along with links to our previous podcasts and links to both our offices. Have a good day, my friends, and we'll see you next week. So Derek, tell us what's going on today and what we're gonna, how we're getting this thing set for 2022. Yeah, well again, it's always nice to be on the show. I love being on the show. Uh, I moved to a new location from my private studio uh, in uh, that I've had for the last four and a half years here. I moved into an awesome new uh, facility off of Mountain and Ninth Street, uh, still in the city of Upland. And this is a 10,000 square foot facility owned by my good friend, uh, Chris Terrell. The name of the gym is The Works Gym, and I am operating life performance enhancement, uh, fitness sport performance and rehabilitation training out of this facility, and it is incredible. Uh, Doc and I, maybe on another episode, yep. we'll take you around and, and we'll show you this uh, outstanding layout of this great place. But one of the things that we're beginning to approach here now is the new year, and for my line of work, as well as Doc's, you know, people want to get healthy, right? And so there's different areas uh, that, that, can, that comprise us, in my belief, as a human being. Obviously, you have your mentality, you have your spirituality, and you've got your physicality. And so today, there's, there's different things that a lot of people will come to me and they'll ask me for, uh, for guidance on as far as a personalized program in different areas of their life to achieve and, and begin to get healthy and whatever it is they want to do with, the, with themselves. And so today, I thought we'd talk about our physicality. And so today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how to set and achieve a life goal in a very simple fashion. And then the goal I thought we'd talk about today that's very common this time of year, which involves our health, and that's going to be, we're going to talk about becoming physically stronger. So that'll be our first goal of emphasis that we'll talk about. And then I'd like to do is show, uh, show you guys today uh, some strength training variations that uh, I think are, are not that too common in the industry that you guys, take, that you guys can take and can apply to your own routines and enjoy it. That's it. That's it. If you can, it's keeping it simple with Eric because it's a step by step by step. When you get this thing down, it's good to figure it out and also whatever whatever way you remember it, watch the video again and again and again. 
calculate the equipment, a way to find your routine, and then plus it with it. So, okay, so far. Okay, for sure. Like Tony said, I mean, I, on a previous post, I did talk about this a little bit from a nutrient standpoint, yeah. where I talked about uh, how to get yourself kind of organized to achieve a goal that involves your nutrition and intake, which is a key component to weight loss, which, you know, man, the majority of our population is going to really want to be gung-ho about here as we step into January, okay? So the first thing that I think is very valuable is for you to sit down and take a, a good look at yourself and how you're evaluating your time. And what, what it is, excuse me, how you're using your time. And one of the best things I think that we can do with that, that I require all uh, of my clients to do, is I, I have them take what's called a life inventory. And so I have them buy an old school daily planner from Office Depot or Staples. And I have them buy the type that has um, the daily layout like on a 15 minute or half an hour basis, okay? Just like you would use if you ran a business or something like Tony does, you know, for his appointments and all that kind of stuff. And the same way I do, I do for myself. And what you want to do is I ask them to write down everything they do from the moment they wake up in the morning until they, until they go to bed uh, for a certain amount of weekdays. And then I also ask them to do that for a weekend day as well. And what that does is it creates a black and white scenario for them because a lot of times what people think they're doing with their time and what they're actually doing with their time are two different things. And if you're going to try to achieve a goal of any kind in your life, you have to really have an understanding of, of the foundation or the framework that you're currently operating from so that you can begin to build upon that. Okay, that's kind of goal setting one on one for myself. Yeah. It's like with strength training that I'll talk about. You have to understand. You have to have a dunk nose. You have to have a baseline understanding of your current capability to move a load of some kind against gravity. Right? General well, strength. You don't training. have to use to hurt yourself. <laughs> it, sure does make, it sure does make it easier to progress if you know where you stand currently. Yeah. Right? You can build upon that. So in my training programs, I have my most popular program is the foundation program. It's a 27 session commitment. It's basically a three month program that I create for them after they go through their musculoskeletal assessment. And it's no different in their personal life. After they go through their physical evaluation, I have them do the life inventory. So we kind of have a physical eval. Now we kind of know what's going on with their life, so to speak. And what I require the clients to do is to take that that, that um, hour by hour basis that they took of their, of, their, of their life, their inventory, and evaluate it themselves and see where they're being efficient in their time inefficient in their time um, and then after we do that I have them turn it into me and then I look at it from my professional opinion on what I what I believe needs to take place for them to begin to achieve a goal with their plot okay well, it makes sense right if, if, if my if, if I come into 2022 domain I want to lose as much weight I want to gain this much strength I'm already here with what I'm doing today how do you take what you're doing today change that and adjust that make it more efficient like Derek's saying, to then get to these goals up here. Right? Oh yeah, that's really that's well said. You know, I think in Tony, tell me what you think. It's yeah. the more detailed mm -hmm. that you can be in your inventory, okay, or and then especially in your goal setting, yes. the higher you are, uh, the greater possibility you have of achieving those goals. So if exactly. you're not completely honest with yourself, and as well, um, especially with, um, another uh, another person, yeah. right? I had a client recently, a recovered alcoholic, okay. They, they got involved in AA, and they also had what they call in AA a sponsor. And, 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 and it was, they said the most valuable thing for them in, in overcoming alcoholism 
was that they were able to have somebody that they could call and communicate to when they were struggling or when they were having successes and so on and so forth, right? Like with, if you're having issues with your skeleton and something's not firing your nervous system right or you're dealing with pain, you go see the doc. The doc, the doc, you know, he manipulates the bones and things are better. Yeah, but you have to get that someone with the hospital too, right? If someone's going to say like, yeah, I'm going to go back to for adjustment, at that point, if I'm not drinking, but I am drinking, when you're accountable for someone, they're, they're expecting to tell the truth. And when you have someone accountable, that keeps you honest also. It works both ways. That's right. I think a part of it is when you're talking about writing things down again, it's going to be your perception may not be exactly reality. So having someone look at it and look at it from a professional standpoint allows you to actually see, okay, am I really telling what I'm doing or is this something I can do? Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know, so my role in this whole process is is, you know, I'm, I, I coach them, I guide them. At times you have to give counsel on life decisions. You know what, I'm not perfect. I've made plenty of mistakes in my life. But one of the things that I've learned about working with the body and the brain and, and in our physiology within ourselves is that we're extremely adaptable and that if you're willing to humble yourself and, and, and make known the areas of your life yeah. where you are struggling and need improvement and you're able to do that to another person and be accountable for that other person, the, the rate or the percentage of the goal being achieved is far higher. Right. So that's why I hold my clients accountable. Hold my clients accountable. Excuse me. I make them take the life inventory. They have to turn it into me, and then after so many uh, so many days, I have them do it again. Also included in this doc is a is a food inventory as well. So I have Excel spreadsheets and all these things that I give to clients. And I ask them to write down within these. Um, just what they eat, okay? And for a period of time, they write down what they eat and the time they ate it, and they'll submit that to myself, right? In time, I take it another step further. I'm like, look, you don't just have to write down what you eat. You have to write down the amount of grams of protein, carbohydrates, and fat in every piece of food you put in your mouth. Yeah, but Derek, that's a lot of work. Well, a lot of work. well here's the reason that I do that, right? Yeah. The, the greater amount of knowledge that the client has in their brain about food, when they are out and about or they're buying groceries, they'll then begin to buy groceries to match their food intake. Okay. The biggest mistake, I've said it on this show before, that people make when trying to achieve a goal involving their body is they try to take their life and adapt it to food, okay, or adapt it to yeah. training. And what you want to do is you have a current life. We all have a life schedule that goes around everything. Moms, dads, athletes, you know, uh, health and medical professionals, you know, I like Yes, business owners, man. I mean, I've been a professional for 18 years now in this industry, and I have pretty much trained everyone from any, every occupation, okay? And the people that listen, okay, and they take they, they take their life and they incorporate food and training into their life. Instead of trying to take their life and just make this massive transition and bring everything over here, all of a sudden they try to do all this meal prep and stuff. It's crazy. You should not do that. You need to make gradual adjustments at times. At other times they're drastic. But in the beginning you need to you need to create a foundation that everything can be built upon. And what I'm getting at here is that the only way that you can create that is if you really you really take analytical about your current struggles in your body and in your in your behavior, especially in food and in exercise. And I think a lot of this is when, when you try to change things too dramatically. There's one guy I was talking about, Eric, my uh, another uh, nutritionist and trainer that I know, Eric Hamby. Henry Hamby. That one's talking about the one degree change, changing it one degree at a time. Your compliance rate to cause a change to happen can adapt to it. If you become overly stressed at that point, you actually sometimes gain weight or lose muscle or feel weaker or more sick because your body sees it as more of a 
the way, a, a defense mechanism and actually changing your body if you want to turn. Right, yeah. So, you know, I mean, a lot of good points I think have been made by, by Anthony and, and a few by myself, but I think, you know, to summarize real quick, Anthony, to bring to the back, you know, here's some takeaways that you guys can have and bring them with you. Number one, you got to take it, you got to be completely honest with yourself, okay, as far as where you're at in your current behavior and where you're struggling, okay, with your nutritional intake, with your mentality, your self-perception, your self-talk, your self-belief of kind of who you are in your environment, and number three, in your body, okay? Number two, you need to have somebody to get accountable, you need to have somebody to be accountable with. So if you want to get involved with a personal trainer like myself, you, you feel like you're dealing with aches and pains all the time, I can help you, Doc can help you with the skeleton, all those things are good. So accountability is number two. Number three, you need to do it, you need to take an action of some kind, you know, which is often said by a lot of motivational people and whatnot, but it's very true. You need to begin to take one step forward that's going to start getting you to achieve what you need to achieve to create your foundation like this. I think I'm going to do this a hundred times today. We get so, that one degree change. That point, you get your body back to apply your knowledge, apply what you're doing. That point, you see your body changing. You're uncomfortable. That's okay, though, right? Yeah, it's good. I mean, it, I mean, it's not always easy, you know, when you go through that process. And a lot of times, it's painful. I mean, in, in multiple ways too. When you begin, I won't, I won't go too deep in it. But when you, let's say you're a mom and her dad, like I deal with a lot of, I deal with a fair amount of clientele on a, on a quite a wide spectrum. But I, but you know, I deal with a lot of, of ladies that come in that are in uh, late 30s, early 40s. You know, kids are, uh, you know, between seven and 12 years old now. They've sacrificed a lot for their children. Children are starting to become more self-sufficient. Mom's ready to try to get herself back in shape again, right? Very common, okay? Um, these th these type of circumstances, it's easy to get overwhelmed and to try to do too much and we do. This is where this is where having a plan. Now, there's two different types of. Per I mean, there's many different personality types, yeah. right? But but there's generally two ways you kind of do things in fitness. One is called linear. Okay? okay, you're you're very incrementally progressive over periods of time with gradually increases in intensity, and that can be done on different fronts depending on the personality of the client dictates how I choose to work with them. Right now, the other one is nonlinear. That's when you kind of more mumble jumble everything together, and you're altering between different types of intensities over short periods of time, different amounts of things and stuff. So some people will require them to do a lot of nutritional changes in the beginning, and their 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 actual training regimen with me will be very streamlined, be steady eddy, like the linear fashion. Then we will switch that where the training regimen will be nonlinear, meaning one session will include a vast array of exercises performing different rep ranges, different intensities, all these kind of things. And then we hold the nutritional thing, we kind of hold that and make incremental changes like this, steady eddy, over a long period of time. Why, why do you do that though? Well, it depends on what's going to work best for the personality yeah. of the client. Also, the life schedule of the person is uh -huh. key as well. That's why I take the inventory because i got to figure out you know, what the heck is going on in their life so I can best choose foods, grocery, time of sleep, time of nutrient injection, as well as when training should take place based on their schedule. What a lot of people try to do, like I mentioned earlier, is the drastic change. Like yeah. Doc said, the 1% change, very good. They'll try to schedule everything around their workouts, and they'll change their whole family schedule. And I'm like, don't do that, right? Come yeah. in here at a time. There's just, usually there's a little sacrifice that has to take place. Yeah. Um, but you make a little bit of a change, or you try to keep everything about the same as it can, and you just tuck this in there at a time that's feasible. Overloading yourself will, will, will crumble down the kingdom every time. 
So you always want to try to get those, you want to try to make things stay smooth in the beginning and then build up from there. Well, I think the problem is that people want to change now. They don't want the change to happen over two, three months. Is that why people want to go, they want to go hard at it, hardcore? Yeah, I mean, it's really, if you think about it, I mean, the, the way that we're created in our mind and in our body, you know, and, and like I talk about at times, where you're at on a spiritual level, that's a personal choice, but we operate best on two extremes. One, you overload it to the extreme where it is impossible to do, and that will awake your brain, it will awake your mind and your heart to what is really possible. And it's definitely like that with the central nervous system, which Doc knows in regards to becoming physically stronger, which I'll talk about in a bit. The other end of the spectrum is you make it super easy. This is when, like, let's say you're doing strength training like push-ups, and you make them very easy and achievable so that you can perform the movement efficiently. And most people are like, yeah, I like that, right? That's true. Once there's a like a, like a, a baseline or a general understanding of kind of the movement pattern, the brain gets it, then what you do is you take it all the way on the other side and you make it impossible so because the way our brain was created, it will figure that out. And it, has you, the yeah, it will come in from here all the way to here, then you come right to about here, make it hard, right? Then you go back to here, but not quite as far from here all the way over just in front of these. Done. This is the spectrum that you take the brain through and it'll begin to use the muscles, strength will be developed. It's the same thing when I help people out with their life goals and their nutritional thing or they're trying to lose weight. Like Doc says, first of the year, everybody wants it right now. And in, in, in some ways, you have to take the, the paradigm of the well, I shouldn't say in some ways, yeah. you have to take the paradigm of the client and have them look at their, their here's the goal, here's where we're at, and here's where we're trying to get. Right now, from here to here, is a big time progress, right? I mean, you're getting up the stairway to get where you want to be up here eventually. But jumping from here to here, all the learning that that's going to take place in between here and here, that will progress the client's mind, body, and heart later, is missed. And that's why it doesn't work. It's not allowed. That's why injury occurs. And what's essentially happened is injury is an identification that you're moving typically too fast or there hasn't been something that's been identified that needs correction prior to moving and because the correction wasn't taking place, injury occurred and the, and the progress to get to here was halted. And now you have to come back down here and essentially it's going to take you longer. But if you're patient and you're organized and you're disciplined, which is, is hard, it's not easy for myself either in a lot of ways. If you can do that and the more consistent you can be on that route to get here, then the faster you get here anyway. The key thing though, Doc, to getting there fast is organization and consistency. So that's why we start with a baseline, musculoskeletal assessment, life inventory, nutrient inventory, then I build the program and then we friggin' rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you that's a, that's what you do. Yeah. yeah. Good. For Good. sure, yeah. So I guess kind of you know, saying that or whatever now we can I'll show you guys some cool strength training things Perfect. you guys can do. You know, I know a lot of people love those and then you know, from there, we'll send you guys on your way and wish you the best here coming into 2022. And that's it. I, I can start this series of uh, videos. going to be, again, how do we get things started, with strength, other things too. At that point, watch them sequentially to understand how to build your routine. Yeah. Call there. Talk there. Hey, look, what I'm about is how to get this set up. At that point, get yourself ready for a lifestyle achievement. 
not just a quick fix. Not a quick diet, not a quick weight gain, weight loss, strength gain, weight loss can also cause injuries too. So let's get the I appreciate it. You know, real quick, Doc. Yeah. Uh, you guys are welcome to call me uh, at uh, my you know, on my business phone at 626-224-1838, or you can email me uh, at Derek spelled D-E-R-E-K at lpecoaching.com. It's L as in live, P as in performance, E as in enhancement, the word coaching.com. I'll put all the stuff For sure, yeah. Thank you, yeah. So let's go over here, Doc. We'll do some movements. All right. Thanks for watching, Joe. Dad, put this thing around. All right, sir. What do we have going here? Okay, so today I thought we could use... Try something else, it can happen. And so, what we're going to do is, whenever I talk about first establishing a base, place, and then next to all aspects of training, how detailed can you get, how intricate can you get, the more likely you are to achieve that. Okay? Yep. We're going to use one new strength movement today that generally strength trains the muscles of uh, uh, the back. It is the wrong way to track Where is that located? Show my mirror, but sure, sure, sure. So Turn this thing around. Sure you can see. How's that? Yeah, for sure, Doc. Okay. So, now, first of all, Doc, Doc has a fantastic shirt on today. If I like to give Doc a hard time. Look at Stellar today. We're going to do a row movement today. The, the movement that we're going to do, let me raise this up a little bit. Doc. There you go. Okay. So, the movement I want to do today is going to be a row. Like I said, the apparatus we're going to use to strengthen the muscles is going to be a suspensive trainer. And we're going to focus on the major muscles of the back. So, you have the rhomboids, which are kind of underneath this, this kind of central group of muscles here called the trapezius. Okay. These muscles kind of work to move the scapula around along the ribcage and, and, and behind it. And they, we can get into movements like retraction, we can get like levitation, and then also what's called depression. And there's another one called downward rotation. There's less over here called the serratus anterior that kind of pulls the scapula like this, okay? Uh, the trapezius, we're going to say, is divided into three pieces. You have an upper portion, you have a middle, and you have a lower portion, okay? Dependent upon where you place this, this bone right here called your humerus is going to dictate where the brain pulls from in the majority of its recruitment as far as the neurological signals that are sent to the muscle. The higher you get, the, the, the higher you're going to get up in here in the trapezius, the more the mid-range you get, kind of the middle trap, and the lower, you're going to get more of a lower trap recruit. Now, the whole trapezius is always being recruited, generally speaking, throughout any rowing movements. Would you agree with that, Doc? Yes. Okay. Then also, you have this muscle over here that's referred to generally in our culture as the lat, right? The fancy anatomical name is the latissimus dorsalis. It's like this big chunk of meat right here that wraps around, aids in scapular movement, in humeral movements. It's a big muscle. 
Uh, that kind of thing. Then we also have this muscle back here in the back portion of your shoulder. She you had your deltoid complex. You want to turn the side real quick down. So you got your deltoid. You got, you got a front, a, a side, and a rear deltoid. You want to turn it back around. These movements like this, depending upon where the humeral position is, dictates the degree of improvement of this. Okay. So we're going to kind of do it, do this movements in different positions with the humerus to involve this. The next muscle that's involved in the movement is going to be in here. We're going to turn your body all the way like sideways. Is the biceps muscle group? We're not going to go in great detail about the bicep, but here's some general words about it. Depending upon the wrist position of your ulna and your radius, that being like a palm up, you can call this neutral and palm down. There's there's other words for that. You know, you got you got your prone, your supine, your neutral, whatever. It just means different hand positions. Okay. Your brain your brain recruits from in here differently, dictated upon this. So I'm I'm going to show you guys different hand positions to get some good overall bicep recruitment that's good for function as well as aesthetic, uh, as well as aesthetics, depending on how it is you want your muscles to look. Right, right. Okay, so generally speaking, Doc, that's it. Being that we're using suspension, okay, when you use suspension, your whole entire body is involved in this more. So I'm going to talk just, not in great detail, but just like on a surface level of how to use your mind uh, when it's in different positions to benefit more from the apparatus and also gain greater amounts of muscle recruitment while doing it. Okay? Okay, Doc. So I'll say this. When I get started, mm -hmm. let's kind of get me from the side like this. Yeah. Yep, got it. So if you can make sure, Doc, they kind of see my body, my entire body. Got it, okay. So, um, let me know. It's hard to hear from back here, so. So we can start from here. Okay. Let's say you guys are just going to start the session. Okay. Got it, got it. When you guys are in the lead, that means the muscle is on the back side. Yeah, three, six weeks, walking. Well, the reason is that they're going to be 
there's an adaptational period that the body goes through. Doc's mm -hmm. question is great. Do they hear you ask that much? Uh, they, Doc asks, yeah. how, why, why? What's, my, what, you know, what's my reasoning behind that? What is, my reasoning is that depending upon how you train yourself, mm -hmm. okay, the brain, the, your body's adapt, we're very adaptive, it will adapt to stress very well. So it depends upon how you want to train the body's progression, where you want it to right? Today we're going to talk about strength increases. Okay? Mm -hmm. So there's different kinds based on you as an individual, what you need to do in weight and weight. Today we're going, to, we're going to talk about a general person, let's say that's been moderately active and has some experience throughout the life of weight exercise, okay? Mm -hmm. Generally, they don't get as detailed as I would take their brain through, their nervous system through, um, into general movements that most of us have done. Most people who are involved do this in what you have done on the low end. Yeah. You would pull your arm back like this, and then there's another one where you pull it back, like this. Straight. These are the two general ones, right? Talking about being intricate, so I'm going to show you guys these various intricate positions detailed or how intricate you can become in your mind muscle connection and improvement and how thorough you can really be strength training. Okay? So what I'm going to do is take a general movement that most of you are doing demonstration right here. So palms facing up then. Remember what I mentioned before, the closer to the universe, the, the lower the recruitment of the trapezius is going to be. Exactly. What I like to do is I like to take them and do as many repetitions as possible from different bone positions. Mm -hmm. and, and I like to just do that as detailed as possible and build a different type of muscle. Nice. So we could, so we could Perfect. Yep. One here, here, and gradually you begin to make your way all the way here, right? Yep. And then you begin a good, good test for them, a good test for like you know fortitude and endurance for the muscle to make the mind stronger. You know that kind of thing is to take the back now through the movement you here again, and then you build up how many times you go low to high. And where does it burn? Where does it hurt? Where does it? Yeah. So these so the muscles that I explained earlier, yep. that I had mm -hmm. Doc with the demo there, all those muscles that I explained are working in every single time. Mm -hmm. The great thing about doing these, instead of doing the general low and medium one like this, is that you don't leave anything to chance. Perfect, yeah. Every single, um, every single nuance of recruitment possibility you have of your brain into the muscle is being taken care of. Perfect. There's nothing left out there. It's good. Great count. So there's the reason this is good even for, for experienced clients that I train guys that have been with me for a long time, athletes that I train, I train a lot of athletes at the college level, a lot of minor league baseball players and stuff like that, and then aspiring high school guys like that, 15 to 16, 17 year olds. Yeah. They're used to because of TV and strength and routine, and all the general stuff. Mm -hmm. So, what you do is you try to go further inside of their brain and mm -hmm. break them down, so to speak, and make them more intricately strong. So, when they go back to those major movements, the brain is more efficient at using the muscles through those patterns and it just becomes stronger than we people want to increase the size of the muscle. Perfect. So, let me give you a quick point of my 
gets palms up. Just rotating that hand inward on both sides. That thing's moving. Good. Rotate that hand. Good. That hand slowly rotate outwards. Next on chest. Different angles. Again, recruiting different muscles of the back, of the arms, of the shoulders, lats, upper traps, mid traps, low traps. This is the side. That's right, it's anterior. Boom. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mentioned, that would be from low to the high and back down. Avoid injury that way too. It's great. This is a great tool. Yeah. Thing with those, especially yeah. if, you know, if you don't have a lot of time or you don't have a lot of experience doing high endurance based training, yeah. especially with your body weight, is it does take a little bit of time around that facial area, the tendons in the fingers, the muscles of the hands in here as well. You know, in here because there's a lot of continuous squeezing. So that kind of isometric recruitment from uh, our brain and muscles, generally our culture is not adhered to as much. Exactly. Because a lot of our culture likes uh, general rep range somewhere between 8 and 12 rep. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of where the Americans, yeah. they sit there a lot. Yeah. Other parts of the country, it's different. So it works. That's too. the parts of the world. Yeah, they don't, they, don't, they don't look at their hands all day. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. They're soft. Different. They're soft. It's all it's called soft. That's all it is. In a nutshell, yeah. I mean, I thought that yeah. would be great for you guys. We talked about tools. Mm -hmm. We talked about the You know, how HP can get there is an example where you can take that. And I'd like to, uh, next time you might come on here with Doc, give another example of how you can take it. Talk about mm -hmm. it. So it is. I think we, we do that too. We do that together and interesting around. And when we do that, let me share. There we go. Yeah, when we do that too, Derek, a lot of it, you're, you're showing them what we're going to do. Yeah, the, applying it, that's when they see the concrete. Okay, is what my goal is. I'm achieving more time as I control this and as I schedule this and as I keep track of, of where I am. Now I know there's fine tune my, can fine tune my body based on my activity level, based on my, say, my sport I play, yeah. based on my lifestyle, for what I want to do. If I want to do a marathon, if I want to do track. Now, how do I get my body ready for that without causing injury or without causing injury? Yeah, I couldn't have said it any better myself. That's, plan, so. that's great, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for the first show. Oh, jeez, thanks. Man, yeah, I love being on. It's great. It. it makes my job easy. This guy knows his stuff. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys. Thanks, Joe.